Thank you for joining us for Be Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something and where we cover your pop culture landscape through our geek lens. I'm Miss Shannon here with my podcasting life mate, Jane Satia, our executive director of the Twin Cities Film Fest, broadcasting live from the Twin Cities Film Fest studios. Hey, Jay. Hey, hey. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. It's November. That means that we successfully made it through Twin Cities Film Fest season. We did, and it was a glorious month. Yes. Uh, exhausting, but, you know, it was... In hindsight, the best year we've had. So. Can I please tell you something yes. as your friend and your podcasting life mate? Okay. This year, because I did go back through all of our social media and all of the photos of you, you smiled more this year than in all of the years of the Twin Cities Film Fest. I am so accustomed to I have nothing you. left to give. <laughs> you normally <laughs> are that guy that does that pensive artist face every time somebody tells you to take a picture sure. like if anybody goes to jane satia's social media right now there's a photo of him like looking all suave with this pensive not yeah. like not quite smirk but that mm. hey i know i'm sexy kind of like sure yeah the face that's me every day all day. <laughs> so i was looking back through the social media this time and i'm like look at jason jayton smiling jayton smiling again here look jayton smiling with one of the artists and the actors that came jayton is smiling all over the place so does I was. it take a 10th anniversary to get you to it smile? does uh <laughs> Just wait until the 20th. <laughs> See? It was <laughs> No, fabulous. it was really fun. And and uh, I've been told a few times, especially by our official photographer, Dallas, yes. uh, she will not take a picture until I smile, smile. So Good. she was like, I'll do one of you, you being you, and then I need <laughs> one that actually that we can present to everybody else. Because <laughs> so. we love you, but we tease. And that's why when Jayton and I were going to be uh, at an event together, and my text mostly was, are you wearing gray? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> you always wear are gray. Are you in a happy gray mood or a sad black mood? I don't know. And you're like, no, I'm not. And you no. showed up and you were in like tan. I was, I, I was wearing tan. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to diversify my color palette. That was practically sunshine for Jamie. And I got a com- couple comments over the over the festival by just a few folks that I've known uh, over the years. They were like, you are looking very much uh, Euro, European stylish. Yes. Like you had like long, I had long sweaters on and <laughs> right. and people are like whoa what is this new Jaden I'm like no nah, I've just been hoarding clothes for the last 11 months <laughs> I've, I've had this for you 11 months things? I got it for a sale in thrift store but I just didn't want to wear it until now so. ah see so you did a little like con Marie of your closet and got the good stuff out yeah and Fair it's enough. all about uh, non-profit salary and, and you know you still gotta look good and still gotta smile <laughs> appreciate it though but it was a fantastic year and we had some great fan uh, some great films that we showcased some independent films some what we consider some uh studio yeah oscar contending films that are that'll be up uh in conversations the next couple months some amazing shorts we had some amazing uh documentaries everything that anybody as a as a a film aficionado aficionado would like to partake in was part of the twin cities film it was and we had um you know all encompassing a good a really great program this year as well as um, a lot of new faces i think 50 percent or 60 percent of the folks that came through our festival were were first-time attendees which is always a great great feeling to to know that your brand is still fresh and new and more people are finding it. Um, beyond the films, we also had great educational events as well. We had a college career fair day. We had about six or seven uh, panel discussions, one master class, screenwriting master class with uh, world-renowned Jeffrey Hatcher. Uh, we had our lounge was yes. banging with mm-hmm. Can Can Wonderland right. and Can Can Wonder Park. Um, with games and DJs, and our, we launched our Her series this year, which was fantastic. Uh, again, so we we did a lot. We did a lot, and again, it takes it takes 
tons and tons of people and, and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of hours to put it together. So, And we appreciate all of our volunteers. We appreciate all of our local Twin Cities actor connections that we have. But yes. you also had a number of you know, out-of-market stars that came. So we had Talia Shire was here. Peter Garrity for opening film, Working Man. Um, we had uh, Chris Kattan. Yes, who was fantastic. He was, he was great. He was so adorable. I he, had a good time I have a little story him. about Chris. Oh, okay. He uh, walked into our office to do a check-in, and we have them, all of our, all of our filmmakers, get to sign our official poster as well as our book, catalog book and whatnot, and... Um, get their filmmaker bags and he's in here and he's signing away and he's very happy and he's again he's a yes. ti- he's a tiny human being yes he he's is very little i thought he was short like um, my height short but he's even a little shorter than i yeah. am i was surprised and mm-hmm. again he's getting uh, getting up there in age so i mean he, he was still chris Catan. he was really funny regardless but as he's walking out he looks over at uh now again this is what we're experiencing kind of the abnormal low temperatures you know, in a few days uh, of the of the yes. festival, so it's a little bit chilly outside. I mean, Chris lives in L.A. Uh, he walks by our hooded sweatshirt and uh, he goes, uh, "Can I have that?" <laughs> and my festival manager comes over to me. She's like, "Chris is Chris wants a hoodie." I'm like, "Chris should have a hoodie." Yes, Chris, if Chris give, would like give a hoodie, Chris give Chris a hoodie. A hoodie. <laughs> So we gave Chris a hoodie, and he was like, "This is great. I'm gonna try it on just to make sure it fits right." I'm like, "Sounds good." And uh, he it, it fits good and whatever, and he uh, starts to pull it off. I'm like, Chris, before you do that, because we're a nonprofit, we're going to take a picture of you in it so that we can <laughs> talk to yes. uh, everybody else that wants to wear a hoodie. And he was like, whatever you want, man, whatever you want. I just want this hoodie. I'm like, sounds good. So. He was really, it was it was polite and, and personable and just, he was really funny. And, and I think he, he had was, a really great screening too. Yeah, he was really interesting because he was in a film that is less Chris Kattan-ish than what we would normally be accustomed to. Um, and so it was really interesting to see him in this movie that he was in. Um, uh, the film was called The Soviet Sleep Experiment. It right. was done by a Minnesota filmmaker, Barry Anderson. And was filled here, here in Lakeville, Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was really great. And on the same night that we had Chris Kattan, we had Eric Roberts yes. also stop by <laughs> for a film, uh, our, our centerpiece film called Inside the Rain, which is a sold-out film, uh, an indie film about uh, this this guy who is bipolar and is just going through life, and he finds this uh, woman who he connects with. Uh, she happens to be in the adult entertainment industry as a stripper, but it's you know it's looking beyond the individuals and looking at their stories, and so they connected. But Eric Roberts is in the film, and he was gracious enough to stop by, and actually we ended up talking to him. <laughs> I mean, we talked to him anyways, yeah, look, but okay. like it, it was one of those things where like uh, we're having a private reception, he's there, and Shannon is there. She's sitting at the bar. Shannon's had a crazy October, <laughs> but so she's sitting at the bar. And Eric Roberts is very charming. He was fantastic during the meet and greet we had with all of the fans that came and all of our patrons. And Eric Roberts, <laughs> we, Jayden and I, okay, even when we're doing other things, we are quite often still thinking about our podcast. And so <laughs> we do have There's a tendency. There's always sound bites somewhere. <laughs> we do have a tendency to pester people about our podcast when they're doing other things. And this was one of those scenarios. And I have watched a lot of Eric Roberts' interviews, and he is always very kind and charming and funny, and I know that he is capable of taking things seriously, even though a lot of what he does, like when he did the meet and greet, it was all selfies. Like, he was trying to, like, he would talk people into taking selfies, and he's good at it. It was, like, made me want to up my selfie game, because my selfie game looked good because...
because of him. He also had a very specific way to take selfies, too. Yes. It was always, he said this over and over and over again, above his nose. So <laughs> exactly. this 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 actor knows exactly what position makes him look like the star he is. Which he should, because he was not only, he has all amazing awards. He's a good-looking guy. But he also but started in, like, soap operas. So yeah. he knows that it's He knows all, all the, the angles look, and right? stuff. So he was teaching everybody. Now, um, I have seen him be serious on interviews. I'll be honest with you. I don't think he took it seriously when we were. Oh, you don't think he took our question seriously? No, we want to hear. We were very frank about it. Oh gosh, yes. And so you sure? I want to. Yes, let's let's relive that moment. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Our podcast is called. I get paid big money for podcasts. I know, right? (laughs) Big money. What do you geek out about? If you could geek out about anything. Oh, it's a real question. Just a question. (laughs) Oh, uh, I like I like food. Okay. And I like kissing. <laughs> Do you kiss food or just anything? You don't kiss food, honey. You eat food. <laughs> but you cook? Kiss a little bit. Okay. I'm not a great cook, but I'm a good cook. I'm a dependable cook. I'm not like, wow, what's this? I'm like, wow, that's what's good. What's your go to, like, your home and you can just make this perfectly? And don't say peanut butter jelly. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's. Pasta? That's that's not cooking. Okay, okay that's not cooking. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. what would you cook? Uh, well,. I can't really say anymore because the whole world is vegan. So oh, you're going to get me in that's trouble? Fine. No, no, that no, works. No, I'm not answer, of us are vegan. I'm not answering your question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then what kind of kissing do you do? <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> See, I, I, <laughs> I don't think he'd ever thought about it before. Oh it hadn't been presented to him this way before. But I think that's when you get the best best sound bites. Right. Is we were never expecting. I, I wasn't expecting either of those answers. Right. Cooking. No. Or kissing. And for him to sit there and go, well, you know what? I wonder what he cooks that he thinks is so non-politically correct. He never, <laughs> like, what does he want? Like, goes out there and hunts and, like, kills his own deer and, like, guts Which it. Which we would have found fascinating. Sure. Right. It's like hunting season coming around town. Right. He but didn't like, know he was in Minnesota. Right. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. But yeah. the fact that he said kissing, and I'm like, is that what you geek out about? Is that one of your writers for every film? Is like, I have to have a kissing scene in this movie. Maybe. But, but he was but if funny. anybody was going to do it, maybe it would be Eric Roberts. I would not be a opposed to him putting it in it. I mean, I think that sure. it's a little um, predatory in nature normally, but I guess if you put it in your writer and it's fully disclosed that that's going to happen, at least you can tap just, out. Just an FYI, writer. there was no writers presented to the Twin Cities <laughs> Film Fest upon his visit, and <laughs> no. there was no kissing done that I know of. No, me um, either. Anywhere. Never. Festival. But um, he was fantastic. It was really fun um, watching him have the opportunity to wa- work with the fans, and he actually had a very fun role in that Inside the Rain film so yeah. it's interesting talking to actors like eric roberts who have such a broad spectrum of performances throughout their careers and even like listening to him talk about you know i went on a, a run of making great films and then i made some stinkers sure. and then i was making these you know b and d movies for a long time and not getting all the scripts that he normally uh, got. i appreciate it when actors or even directors or anybody who's working on set uh, in any capacity owns up to like look i did that because of the paycheck or right. i did it even though i knew it wasn't the best thing or I did it because I just needed to do something right like I wasn't working and I just needed to work but I think every single thing that you do helps you get to the next thing now choices are your eventually to say you know is the next one gonna be more of an indie film or a big blockbuster where I really don't care this you know the the, <laughs> right. the writing is okay to say the least um, but I appreciate those we also right. had a couple of other people stop by too we had uh, Justin Kirk right. stop by, uh, who people might know from the show Weeds. Yes. Uh, 
So he was fabulous with Wyatt and did like a whole episode with us talking about his first opportunity to actually executive produce a film. So that was fantastic. So anybody who's listening today, you can listen back to our previous episode and hear all about Justin Kirk's uh, experience uh, as not only an actor, but also as an executive producer. And he was fun. And it was with Wyatt McDill. Uh, The film was Three Day Weekend and actually Three Day Weekend won an award uh, at our closing night ceremony as well for uh, Indivision Best uh, Unique Narrative. Um, structure. So um, it was great to talk to them. Uh, again, every time we get quote-unquote celebrities to come by. Now, again, we also had Jim Burke at the gala earlier this year. So as we're getting more and more notoriety and more and more, you know, people of note are stopping by, what we're finding out is that they're just cool people. Yeah, definitely. They just want to have a conversation. As long as you take care of them, they take care of you and, and basically being as, as open as possible. I mean, had Talia Shire and Peter Garrity running around town right. doing PR. I mean, both of these actors are well accomplished. They don't need extra PR. No, but they, they did it because they yeah. did it because of the festival. They did it because we were able to fly them out and, and host the premiere of their independent film so it makes us feel good on, on why we do what we do and Jayton, uh speaking of cool people i want you to pot this up i normally don't do this but i'm very important today and my phone was ringing while we were talking and i didn't answer it but i want to check the voicemail just in case um we were trying to get someone galaxy con is coming here to the yes. Twin cities this, and i was trying to get someone from galaxy con to come in and a phone number that i didn't recognize actually came in and left us a voicemail it could be spam or it could be galaxy con so should we're we taking see? a risk here yeah okay, we're taking cool. a risk so let's pot it up 20 bank right. please return our call to one eight six six. all right we can turn it back down so, that wasn't galaxy so they didn't you know call what in. we Boom. should just make this a bit <laughs> if anyone calls people, during us if people called during the show we wouldn't leave a voicemail we should we'll just check it. check it we should just be like i wonder who this is right. it might be a celebrity exactly. you never know it you might know? be one of our good friends who, yes. who've been at the podcast before and we know some um, some famous ish or maybe people. or maybe this is a bit now we <laughs> you have to tune in because there's going to be a voicemail that we are going to play <laughs> right. that you might want to hear. I like that idea. So we'll I have like people leave us voicemails and we'll play it during the show. I like that. So you can very easily we'll get we'll, ma- we'll make sure that we put the number in all of our social media so yes. people could do that and then we'll play back the voicemail. Sounds I like that. perfect. <laughs> Sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, but, but let's just hey, make it happen. Roll those dice, Jay. Right? The other thing we were so busy in October, um, but we did manage to do a wee bit of our continuation of Pass the Password. And so that is the, uh, that what that is, is, is Jayton and I realize that we know a lot about film. <laughs> we watch a lot of movies, yeah. but we don't watch enough TV shows and that we want to catch up on some shows. So the last homework assignment we gave each other was I was going to watch Dark Crystal and yes. you were going to watch Carnival Row. So I have watched... One, the first episode of Carnival Row. I am impressed. Congratulations, um, Jayton. That is quite impressive. It is one of those shows that it absolutely takes at least an episode, as I'm realizing. You have to... It's an epic, and it is not your typical fairy tale... um, Congratulations. You need a round of applause. The fact that you even got one episode of um, Carnival it's Row. It's good. Out, Orlando Bloom, Karen Devine. Uh, they're, they're both great. Is Orlando the human or the fairy? 
Isn't uh, it about fairies? Yes. So okay, it's about fairies, Orlando right? is the inspector, human inspector, and Cara Devine is the fairy. Okay, all right. So he's... He's Sherlock Holmes. He, no, not even. Not even. Okay. Um, he's there. He's he's just a good inspector, and he falls in love with this fairy. And <laughs> this fairy uh, apparently was abandoned by him seven years ago. This is just literally the first episode, so okay. I can only tell you so much. But um, you can continue to watch it. I'm I'm going to I'm going to I think I think um are you enjoying it or powering through? I am passively watching it. Okay, if that makes sense. So I okay. have it uh, in the background okay. as I'm so. So it is British, so you have to have the subtitles. Sure. On. Sub- I do have to have subtitles <laughs> yeah. on, but just yeah. because. Okay. Um, but that said, I I think it's good enough for me to continue down the road. Okay. So we'll see what happens over the next two or three episodes. Because I know that attention. your wife tapped out. From what I understand, yeah, when I was she thought to it her, was fairies, and it is not. No, it's reg- not happy it's fairies. It's not happy fairies. No, no, no. These, these are murderous fairies. <laughs> Now, Um, look, I, and I agree with your wife. That's why I was glad that you had that one. Now, I'm supposed to be watching The Dark Crystal. I know that that, this is why you got a round of applause on your homework assignment. I do not get the same round of applause. I got, I know, I got, I, I, I got distracted. I got super distracted. But here's the thing. Because life happens. Yeah, but not only that. I got distracted with a different show. (laughs) (laughs) I actually. It better be a really good show. It's kind of not, but I think you'll find it interesting. It's not that it's good. It's bananas. But I had a lot of reasons why I wanted to watch this show. So what I got distracted with, instead of doing my homework assignment and watching Dark Crystal, is I started watching Riverdale. And so, (laughs) and we talked about Riverdale. This is why I think we just started our fourth season last month. Um, So we started talking about Riverdale when it first came out because all the reports about it was that it was bananas. I agree with all those reports. So anyone who's watching Riverdale, it's basically the Archie's uh, landscape in kind of like this CW-style high school love affair romance crazy world that's set up. Um, You lost me at CW high school romance. And that is why it normally would be something that you and I would find impossible to watch. But if you want something that is popcorn for your brain, Riverdale is that show because it is dramatic for the sake of being dramatic (laughs) all of the you know there it's incredibly pretty people um and i had seen the new trailer for it when i was at in new york for new york okay okay so this is season four yes it just started season four and this is a netflix show no, I'm not watching it real time. I'm not watching it real time. I'm not watching it real time. But I was also Hulu. interested in it because this season was uh, the season where all the cast was talking about because we did lose Luke Perry. Yes. He was one of the primary parents yeah, in the show. Right. So um, when we were in New York, they were, for, of course, talking about that as well and how they had an homage to Luke Perry mm. and that was going to be happening in this season. And it is a really kind of complex show for no reason other than it's just kind of complex. What is it based? Like, what's the meat? Of this show, it's so just teen Riverdale, high schoolers. It's or? a teen drama, yeah. Um, about the characters that it's based on the characters that were in the Archie comics. So okay, sure. It, it's it's all of the people that you read about in the comics back when you were a little kid, you know, kind of thing. But none of that stuff happens. So basically, if they take Archie, Veronica, Jughead, and and Betty, put them in high school, and then give them layers upon layers of schemes and plans. Got it. And so. 
Archie and his crew are kind of the protagonist. Archie has had every job, even though he's in high school. Like when he started in season one, he's like, I'm going to be a pop star. And so he's singing. And then he, you know, now he's like going to be a boxer and an MMA fighter. And then there was like this trial where somebody like framed him for murder. And there's like layers on layers. And then there's always like a, a mini supernatural twist every once in a while and murders and things they have to plan. And, it is very interesting because that's why everybody says it's just crazy pants. Sure. Because things just happen. They're supposed to be in high school. They're very dramatic. And a lot of times the things that they say, you would – you. it's only because it's serialized and it's TV that any of this stuff works because there's, ta- there's things where – okay, we know somebody's murdering high school students, and so we're going to get everybody together like Scooby-Doo gang variety, ask all these questions, and all these parents just kind of sit there and answer these questions in this very dramatic way when normally you'd go, or get out. Or just leave. So here, watch. I'll show you an example. Here's the trailer for the season that just started. Camping this weekend. Are we still on? I'm open, but what are we talking about here? Like (laughs) the woods. But remember, this could possibly be our last summer to do this because next year we'll be getting ready to go to college. Aww. And then Archie gets a call. It's like a horror movie waiting to happen. And then finds out that his father passes and it's drama. It hurts me that I never got to say goodbye. Fred Andrews will always be a part of Riverdale. Didn't you say we're going to turn this place into a community center, Red? You're right. Feels like it's time. Monroe and I will group the kids for boxing and MMA Very lessons dramatic. according to exactly. their age. He's like a high school senior doing all so this like stuff. My brother have a place to hang after school. What do you think, Mom? Your father never would have believed His this. His mom's Molly Ringwald. Sure. building here. <laughs> as well as you fill them out, you're not actually considering... You know, Veronica's uh, father is like the evil genius in, in the town, and he's in jail because of some stuff and schemes and plans and layers. <laughs> so that's it. How far... Are you in? I'm caught up now. You're caught up. Enough. I mean, and I will be honest, the way that I caught up is I did the Cliff Notes version of some of it. So I started with season one, and I watched as much as I could continuously, and then I popped through. I and totally I thought you were going to do like through. that Netflix 1.5 beat or whatever. <laughs> sped through all the Because you kind of, every once in a while, you have to, you even if you watch it real time, there's moments in the show when you're like, wait, what? <laughs> So it's been very entertaining because all of the shows that I got distracted with instead of the Dark Crystal because I was watch I wanted to watch the Dark Crystal and then I decided that it was heavy hence Dark Crystal and so I started watching these ones that were like there's nothing heavy about Riverdale even when it tries to be heavy you're like not so much so I started watching this I watched uh, the first few episodes of Charmed the reboot again okay, another sure. thing that. I'm like, you can pop through that, you know, that yeah. watch that. And then the only one that I started watching that I had to table because it got too complicated and I need to go back and pay attention is I tried to start watching two other shows. So I have really I've done. You I've, have diversified your portfolio correct. away from your assignments <laughs> exactly. so much. Because <laughs> I watched, I started watching Runaways, which is kind of like yeah, okay. the Hulu version yeah. of, of Riverdale. Again, just stuff and high yep. school kids. And then finally, the last show that I started watching was Legion, and Legion was too complex, so I need to go back so that and is watch that again. An epi- that is a show that I'd like to uh, start. That I think you should. Of all of the things, yeah, all of the popcorn um, I started yeah. watching, that one I thought had the most That was an FX show. Substance, yes. And yeah. you can get and all And I like that. FX shows. Yeah, and this one I think you'll like. It's a little trippy in a good way. Um, I think when it's dark, it's dark appropriately. I liked that best of the things that I divide. Like, I don't think I'm going to go back. You know, I, I watched after I started trying to watch 
uh, Runaways, um, I started just looking at YouTube compilations, and it seems like there are moments in it that I still want to see, but it definitely got pushed down the list of things that I'm going to watch. There's a couple of couple of shows that I'm I'm waiting for the the new season to start, mm-hmm. um, which I'm caught up on. So uh, Billions, yes, is a Showtime show that I really enjoy. Um, so I'm waiting for that. Is that one. the one with Dwayne Rock jo- Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Nope, in it? that's Ballers. That's Ballers. And okay. I've and I've have you watched that one? I have. I've seen and, and it's over. It's series. The okay. series is done. Okay. The last season was the last season, and I watched uh, all of it. What um, was which is Billions? Then? Billions is Paul Giamatti. Okay. And um, oh my goodness, the guy from I'm forgetting his name. The actor from Redhead. The actor from uh, the original Homeland. Um. And what is that one about? Uh, it's about a venture capitalist. Uh, okay. this, this guy who runs a venture capitalist firm. Um, he's a billionaire, and okay. he knows exactly what what trades that he's pulling off and companies and that he's buying and selling. But he does a lot of uh, shady stuff. Okay. So Paul Giamatti plays a uh, uh, the attorney general or, or uh, an attorney. And again, he's the, this has been four or five seasons, so he's gone from... From being in a being a prosecutor to running for the governor to whatever, but it's uh, and they they're the protagonist and the antagonist, and there's other characters that come in and try to offset the company. Um, but again, it's all about this guy who is just just money is everything. Okay, to him and he's a billionaire. So. See, that sounds interesting. I doubt that it's going to make it farther to the top of my list because I'm not. No, really not. I mean, it's it's a heady slash okay. very uh, what do you call it? It's a, um, it's a complex uh, take on a financial system at the moment. Because um, the next thing that I think is probably yeah. going to distract me from Dark Crystal is the Watchmen series that's launched. So I did start the Watchmen series. See, I, I on can HBO. see that being the thing that I'm going. And I feel like I'm more into that than two Dark episodes, Crystal now. So it's pretty good. Okay, it's, all right. It's pretty good. All right. I, I'm still waiting for it to just sink. <laughs> into, into HBO? Into, well, no, 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 no. Well, <laughs> have uh, there been no boobs yet? Because it's HBO. Or are we? No, no, no. That? There's no, there's no, there's no sex in this. There's violence for okay. sure. Gotcha. Um, but I hadn't read the the comic book, which is probably fine from everything that right. I've read about it. As someone who has read so the comic I'm, books, I'm curious as to if somebody who has read the comic books, if I'm missing out on something. I don't think I am. I, I think, think the characters are. are pretty well flushed out already. I think they did that from um, everything I've read in the background, and part of the reason why I'm giving it. Um, as much latitude as the Watchmen is is a very difficult series if you do it based upon the comic to create. That's part of the reason why the film didn't make any sense. Um, and so, and if you, even if you read all of the background about the writer of the Watchmen comic, he doesn't want this. He doesn't want these things to happen. He is not on board with any of these things. He's not. Uh, he's not. I want to make a movies. I don't want a TV series. I don't want any of the stuff. And so they basically, from what I have read, intentionally kind of put it in the world but not the world of what you would expect from the Watchmen series which I think it's really smart when you have a property as dense and complex as what the Watchmen comics are so if you already if people have tried to make them and they're just nothing's good enough then you kind of want to go well how does this look but what can we use it to to, to tell people about now and so that made me go okay I want to watch it more than if they had just tried to just make it and have it not make any sense. Right. So I'm on board with that. 
Um, I, I would say, I mean, not that I want you to keep skipping Dark Crystal, <laughs> but the Watchmen, okay, Watchmen go is a good one. That one is pre-approved if you want to skip over Dark Crystal and hop on to that mm, one. That's still kind of cheating, though. I mean, Dark Crystal is still something that I think I want to watch, but I know I finally figured out why. You should have just watched the first episode. Maybe, but you know why I put it on pause, is I remembered how scarred I am from watching Dark Crystal as a kid. Sure. And so I've just already decided that it's going to be either scary or sad. And so my brain keeps putting it on, go, no, you want something happy? And then I end up watching um, Riverdale, because Riverdale – has no weight <laughs> like Riverdale. But you're caught up on Riverdale now, so right. you got to have something else to watch. That is true. That is true. I might try one episode of Dark Crystal and then see if I have to drink an entire like gallon of chamomile watch to calm myself done. Watch a half. I'll put it on, and if it makes, uh, maybe I should just rewatch the trailer and go. If I feel super sad during the trailer, then I won't do it. So you probably we'll will. <laughs> we'll give it a shot. So we will give you an update on our past the password adventure next time we do an episode. And if you have any recommendations on what we should be watching, um, you should hit us up right. because again, there's so much content out there. We're always looking for uh, good curation and yeah. the reason and the reason why to watch that versus recommendations that. are quite quite wanted here on Be Our Geek. You can always hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're Be Our Geek Show MN. You can also email us at beourgeekshow at gmail dot com. That is a very w- easy way to get a hold of us. You can also send some information to our website if you go to twincitiesfilmfest.org. dot org. They will make sure that Jaden and I get it. They will probably go. Yes. Why are you asking us questions about Be Our Geek? But <laughs> then they'll remember that Jaden and I do this podcast, right. and it's not an odd question. It's just slightly Guys, different than what they get. We're all geeks about something. Exactly. So we think that'll be fun. We also know we're going to have, uh, speaking of some uh, more of our friends from the Twin Cities Film Fest, um, the uh, primary actor and the director of Max Bishop, yeah. one of our local Minnesota-made Fun. films, really want to come and hang out with I us. I know they're currently at AFM, American Film Market, trying yeah. to get distribution for their films. Yes, so, we'll and just, so they're going to we'll, be out in L.A., and so we'll we're going to have see, them on uh, later this month after yeah. they get back from L.A. We'll get an update from them. Yeah, it so was the first film to sell out at our festival this year. Yeah, so we're going to get the director and the primary actor from Max Bishop on the show. We're already talking about what we're going to do in the month of December, including talking about maybe like some shopping geeks. I think work. so. That I mean, I fun. think, you know, it's always shopping season is upon us, whether you know it or not. Perhaps an episode on um, the best deals out there. Mm-hmm. Like when you are shopping uh, for him or her or them, it all depends on, you know, what your budget is. And maybe the, maybe the you know, I'm, I'm very much of a tech guy. Yeah. So there's one specific thing that I really want to purchase this year. And it's <laughs> a, um, uh, a, a DSLR camera. For like enough. family yep. vacations and mm-hmm. photos, and I enjoy photography, but I just haven't. I mean, my phone is fine. <laughs> There's only so much that your phone can really do. Um, I'm also excited to do our annual update with our friend Chris Grop from the Star Wars yeah. Holiday Special here in town. So we may be able to get him to do double duty. So that could be fun. I do have something a little special planned for this year's Star Wars Holiday should we go, Special. Event. Should we go do our show at the Mall of America? Sure. Let's hit him up. Let's we talk to. We, we know the people over yeah. at the mall yeah. sarah sarah chris. chris yeah we'll, on, sarah, chris. <laughs> we'll give them a shout so we'll do that so, so that way people can come visit us maybe mm-hmm. and if anybody else has any suggestions again you can email us at be our geek show i'm sorry be our geek show at gmail.com and you can always find this episode and previous episodes not only on all of our uh, social media but again at the twin cities film fest website and we're gonna have some more exciting stuff coming up with the twin yes. cities film fest as well yeah and we appreciate you listening. We'll see you back here next time. And remember, everyone is a geek about something. 
To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.